0: So Andy, hey, Josh. we both recently got letters in the mail yes. or at our office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were not very complimentary about Christmas. No. No. They're upset. And so they probably wouldn't be happy with your dress right now because yeah. you're kind of West Coast Christmas attire.
1: Pro Christmas.
0: And we've got some right. pine trees, though mm-hmm. to be fair, this was a little yeah. bit lazy because we didn't want to <laughs> take them off and put it back on. But so what do you love about Christmas so much? Uh, I love the whole Christmas season. The whole
1: thing? Yeah. There's nothing you dislike? I like seasons. Okay. okay? So I like different seasons. And uh, f- like, f- like for a lot of people, Christmas is uh, connecting with, with family, and uh, I love the fest- festiveness of it and um, the, the whole season of Advent leading up to, um, to Christmas and that anticipation.
0: Do you think during this time of year you have more connection with family or with Amazon.com? No, oh, that's a really good question. That's a fair one. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it, there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's a good stream of folks that are thinking yeah. this is just taking a wrong turn, that ever right. since they put a Christmas tree yeah. in Macy's, uh, I believe that was in the 20s, yeah. that the unintended side effect was that it just became a holiday about right. commerce. Mm-hmm. Which takes away from sort of the spiritual beginnings, at least from modern-ish Christmas.
1: You're saying you don't make all your Christmas gifts?
0: I have literally done zero things what is today <laughs> is it the 19th is this it, December 19th it might be too late to order things I have not ordered a single thing <laughs> good good I have zero regard for this so oh. I'm kind of countercultural. cultural disciplined I've <laughs> <I have> resisted <laughs> slash been <laughs> occupied with okay. other things preoccupied yeah yeah not principled mm-hmm. um it, Christmas has changed over the years mm. for example when I was a young pup started growing facial hair 20 So I came home for Christmas, kind of big extended Christmas gathering in central Washington in Yakima. Mm. And my grandma saw me with my beard and she said, oh, Josh, you look just like Jesus, which I took as a compliment. Right. And that was kind of in her cultural memory. Mm -hmm. Now, my uncles who were not Christian, I still remember distinctly both of them saying, hey, you look a lot like Charles Manson, (laughs) which I felt was more of a reflection on them than on me. Charles Manson, yeah. And nowadays, no one kind of comes up to me and says, I look like Jesus. Or Charles Manson? Or Charles Manson, thankfully. Okay. I was at the mall the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw an empty chair. I went, I sit down in it, and someone comes up to me, sits on my lap, and starts <laughs> telling me what they want for Christmas. Hmm. And I thought, this is a, this is a cultural shift here, mm-hmm. I think. Right. And it wasn't a child. there's was a 40-year-old man.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good scene. No. And it's just totally made up. But you, it, it does signify something. Right. <laughs> you,
1: should, you should get rid of that red suit.
0: I should yeah. not wear the red suit yeah. or sit in that mm-hmm. unoccupied <laughs> right. chair surrounded by Christmas right. trees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things have shifted. But really, the Christian story shifted early sort of winter solstice mm-hmm. celebrations and rituals that span the globe and cultures and whole communities. So originally it wasn't Christmas at all, which we got this letter, Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was one of the big points. Right. What did it say, do you recall?
1: No, I can't remember. It's some pagan holiday. What is paganism again? The particular religion, religious beliefs of... Darkness night of, of the, the year. year. Yeah, winter solstice. That's right. So the next, I think it's that day or the next day where it starts to become more light. More light in, progressively. In, so, so it's so. a
0: recognition that even though yeah. uh, there is such darkness, the light will yeah. come again. So mm-hmm. it's a seasonal kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. There is light in the dark. Mm-hmm. That is what winter solstice teaches us. That's what the seasons teach us. Yeah. That something is coming. And then it happened in the Jesus story that light mm-hmm. did come in the dark to a, in a small room mm-hmm. metaphorically of the yeah. whole earth it's a very small portion right. with a very small sliver of humanity and here comes Jesus bringing this light in the dark and Jesus becomes this marker to humanity that that God came yeah. and that God cares and that he has skin in the game which we've been talking about mm-hmm. through our mm-hmm. creed series. Yep. He really does love us. That is what we learn. Yeah. in this Christian story. Right. And doesn't the gospel of John in particular talk about Jesus as light?
1: Well, it does quite a bit.
0: What yeah. do you can you expand on that a little bit just so people don't think I'm making it up?
1: Uh I th- I think if I remember correctly, the the light of Jesus has to do with him both bringing truth, like revealing who God is. Like enlightening. Yeah, enlightening, um, but also um, bringing, um, it's connected to life. So bringing a fullness of who God is into the world. So it's not just revealing, but but bringing God's presence actually near to us.
0: It's life, light and life. And And that's that's exactly the pair I was thinking too. Mm -hmm. And this light, Jesus, when you think about the whole scale of history, was here on earth for a very short time. Mm-hmm. And really, of any public notice, for three, three and a half years, that's about it. And then it all ends in what appears as a tragedy. Yeah, The light snuffed out by darkness. This is the Good Friday thing. Mm-hmm. And that life gives way to death. And for all of the followers of Jesus, are like, oh no, Again. And on a larger scale, because there's so much hope right. pointed towards him. So what could have turned into a novel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this great story of this teacher, this one who's come from God, turned into a very short story, mm-hmm. really, and of a man who started a grassroots movement, who challenged people to love with their whole selves, mm-hmm. but who could not in the end escape hate or death. Right. That's one part of the story. Yeah. Except there's a bigger story. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And that's the center of this story. This death representing not just a single death, but all of death is not big enough. It's not strong enough. It's not dark enough to snuff, to snuff out the light in Jesus Christ. And I know it's Christmas, mm-hmm. but that's why we always think with this bookend of Easter, Christmas and yeah. Easter as a pair. Yeah. The birth.
1: Yeah. And Simeon has gets some of that as maybe the only person in the Christmas story that kind of sees that piece of it, I think. Yeah. He talks about the sword coming and he's uh, he will be for the rising and falling of many. And he kind of foretells this a bit of darkness, which wasn't on the radar of for Messiah for no. for Almost anybody.
0: That's a surprise.
1: It is a surprise.
0: And you know what it makes me think of is one of those trick candles that some people put on birthday cakes. Yeah. You blow it out and it comes back. Uh Uh-huh. And it comes back. Mm -hmm. And there's a seasonal marker in this winter solstice that here's the light coming back. Right. And then this is also embedded in the story of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Of here comes the light. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's back. Right. Right. Which we've just talked about him Mm -hmm. coming again. Mm-hmm. So there's light. And I thought it was a pretty fitting tie-in to think about birthday cake candles with light. Yeah. Because that's an annual celebration that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's almost just to remember, oh, right, there's life yeah. and there's light. And you gather together and you tell stories, once mm-hmm. you remember, you sing songs, at least the happy birthday song. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. And that is why it's the same lessons, it's the same carols every single year. Right. Do you get bored of them?
1: No. But I try not to sing them too early.
0: Right. (laughs) Okay, so you already made references. So you don't think Jesus was born on Christmas Day. That sounds controversial.
1: December 25th? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess he was
1: born on Christmas Day, whenever that was. (laughs) But it probably wasn't December 25th. Yeah. I don't do, I haven't done a lot of research on this. It's just the people that I know that I trust say probably wasn't December
0: 25th. That I was a young, young in my faith. Yeah. And I went to the mall in Bellingham and I went to the Orange Julius for, you know, people that don't know. It's like a smoothie with lots of Mm -hmm. sugar. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I ordered one and I had this blue Christ the King community church shirt because right. I used to lead music there. Mm-hmm. And the the cashier says, hey, if you can tell me when Jesus was born, you get this, or it's Julius for free. And I had just been studying this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, they think it's either like April or May. They're not sure the exact day. And he's like, mm um. And so I walked out, pocket full of change, <laughs> gripping this orange Julius you with satisfied. some smug you satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We don't exactly know the day, but mm-hmm. that is one of those complications. Then why are we celebrating it on a clearly non-Jesus, yeah. non-Jewish holiday mm-hmm. time of the year during winter solstice? Right. And how do you respond to that? Why do you think they did that? Well,
1: I think it had to do with what you were talking about earlier, with the the, the symbolism of the light. Yeah. Um, and Jesus, the, especially hit on in John's gospel, Jesus bringing the light. So you get into the darkest time of the year, and you have this, and now you have the entrance of light, and you lead towards spring and summer. And I think that only works for the Northern Hemisphere. But that's where <laughs> that's where the Roman Empire <laughs> that became... Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I think started to impact these probably originally pagan holiday and said, let's repurpose this for, for uh, the purposes of the gospel.
0: That that's my understanding too. Yeah. As more and more people on the earth, individuals mm-hmm. and then regions mm-hmm. and then whole communities of people. Right. Began to see Jesus as this light and experience the life in him. Mm-hmm. This story builds steam. Yeah. And, and as people are looking around, go, well, well, wait a second. This is the story that happens every year. Mm-hmm. I think this is a C.S. Lewis thing. He says, Look, it's, this story is baked into creation. Right, yeah. It's Which, baked into the seasons. If
1: you read John's gospel, it shouldn't surprise you. No. that's where he starts. Tell us more. Uh, he talks about Jesus coming from the actual presence of God the Father. Yeah. That they are both one, but somehow both separate. And that he was before all of creation. And so this is, and then that's a major theme of John's gospel, and Jesus will say it himself is this is I've come from this place, I've come from the presence of the Father, come from the presence of the heavenly kingdom, and bring this
0: light and this life to this earth. So when people were celebrating these winter solstice rituals, yeah, and they go, Well, this is the story of Jesus. This story, is seasonal, which is true, Mm -hmm. it's even more true on a cosmic scale because of the story of the Christ Mm -hmm. or the Son of God who comes Mm -hmm. and is sent. This is the story of light in the dark written in creation itself. So they redirected or they they properly attached the season to the one who it's pointing to. Right. Yeah. Now that said- I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's a smart idea. I do also sympathize with people who go. This this is a cluttered time of year. Yeah, and it actually confusing. Yeah, yeah, it is confusing. There's so many things going on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the last thing I'm thinking about is the incarnation. Well, you've got you kind of even even from a
1: maybe even not super Christian or really cultural, secular point of view, you can feel a lot of distance and dissidents in this season where it's supposed to be happy parties, joy, peace, but you could be feeling the opposite of all those things. And that, that can be very difficult to deal yeah. with.
0: And as you know, my wife works at a, a school, a preschool kindergarten, mm-hmm. elementary school, and they, uh, they do festivals of light celebrations mm-hmm. and in a diverse group that makes sense sure. because if Christians you and me and, and those who share in our faith, we want to celebrate the birthday yeah. of the one of this light to come, well, great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we don't need to impose that on other people mm. in diverse groups, yeah. we don't need to treat it as a war. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't need to celebrate Christmas, <laughs> the coming of this light yeah. on during this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I do, it's yeah. helpful. It's yeah. sort of in the rotation anyway. Right. But for those people who that it's just too messy and complicated and it actually obscures this light coming in, yeah. I'll do it another day. So when
1: someone says Happy Holidays, you're not Merry Christmas, you mean, <laughs> <laughs> to really get them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I sometimes do that just to mess with people and then I wink, wink, and then they're like, I don't know what you're saying. No, is he being sarcastic or not? It's kind of, it's kind of yeah. a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't, I like this war on Christmas stuff mm. I don't relate to. Mm-hmm. Go Just worship him. Celebrate the birth, right? welcome the light, mm-hmm. and do it with others around you. So you can share the light and mm-hmm. the heat mm-hmm. of, of God's presence in yeah. our midst. Yeah. But you prefer something more antagonistic.
1: Yeah, by nature, <laughs> as anyone who knows me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Rush to conflict.
0: So this is a long-winded <laughs> explanation of Christmas and yeah. how it connects with Jesus, because in our yeah. communities now... Mm -hmm. there are fewer and fewer people who even understand the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Public service announcement. PSA. So this has been a special Christmas edition of The the Monday After. Am I allowed to say that? The more you know. (laughs) Copyright. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, uh, you might as well wish people a Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. I like to say Happy Christmas. You like happy, not Merry. Mix it
1: up. It's kind of British, but...
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody. Is there a better word we could use instead of Christmas? Mm -hmm. To sort of like avoid... We need to workshop it. Incarnation celebration, or is that just? Incarnation Yeah, it's got a nice little rhyme to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little long, though. Can you think of anything else?
1: Um, no. Happy birthday, Jesus.
0: <laughs> it just sounds too corny. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, we'll stick with Merry or Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. So enjoy yeah, the sure. season, mm-hmm. and we'll see you in the new year. See that?